In this week's edition of the Big Dickus Fantasy Football Podcast, Mike and Mike try to catch four touchdowns and try to get one called back on a penalty. I don't know if we make it, but let's find out. Welcome to the Big Dickus Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome, indeed, to the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. You got Mike and Mike with you. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad. How you doing, Mike? I am hanging in there by a thread this week, man. It has been a very long week, work-wise, personal-wise. Everything's been not much sleep, but that's not what we're here for. Are we here for that? I mean, we could be. It'd I mean, be a different podcast, but at the same time, I want to make sure you're doing all right. Yeah, it's just been it's been a long week, and I haven't been sleeping very well. And now the last couple of days, I've, I've got this real bad pack, back pain. And so last night I was waking up a lot and I don't know, man. So, so just tired, well, run down, but I got a day off of work tomorrow. So that's a plus. That's not too bad. No. Yeah. Like the way uh, football players got a day off of work today. Cause there was no Thursday game this week. We are recording that's... on Thursday this week, as opposed to our usual Wednesday, um, because the waiver wire got bumped because we had Tuesday night football this week, which was a first I believe ever in NFL history. It's an interesting year. First year where they had an MLB, you know, we discussed MLB, NBA, NHL, and NFL game all happening at the same time. First time they're having a Tuesday game, and now there might be another one. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully not, but it's, yeah. Well, hopefully. I hope so, because if it's not Tuesday, then it gets all messed up. And you and I were discussing a lot last week, and, and I was really speculating on Monday when they didn't announce anything. I'm surprised that game happened, you know, between the yeah. Bills and, and the Titans, because I thought if they had good news, they would have said that immediately. That was my thought, is they would have been like, hey, we're good, everything's positive, we're good to go. And when they weren't saying anything, I thought they're, they got to be scrambling and trying to figure this out. Now, I wanted to talk to you about that, because I actually uh, sent out the email and I'm really happy I did because you know what? Realistically, in my opinion, you know, I think if if something happens and we start going to a week 18 or whatever, our league is still done on week 16. And I think it really sucks that, uh, you know, if you're a team that is that is playing with um, um, Josh Allen, for instance, and, you know, who's got it? I think uh, I think Stephen Willie Beeman has Josh Allen. And he's been doing really well. And it sucks to say, oh, you're going to end up with two or th- potentially three bye weeks just because of the way the schedule. And it's not even the Bills' fault. It's not even like they're the ones who have COVID. Um, and it was interesting because I posted the email I put up on a Reddit subgroup for fantasy football commissioners. And some people are like, you know, I don't know that, you know, I don't think we should do this kind of stuff. It's a roll of the dice. We all knew what we were getting into. And I kind of, I don't really agree with that. Because I think we want to play our best players. This isn't this isn't Josh Allen is injured. He's questionable. We can follow the the injury report and we can decide, you know, okay, am I going to roll that dice? I can plan for backups. We didn't know about this until, you know, really Friday when things are already well underway. The waiver wire has already gone by. And I'm like, I don't know. It seems to me that you're just penalizing teams for having chosen these players who happen to, it, it just doesn't work for me. And, and you know, I know we've had delays due to like hurricanes and stuff, but that's typically a week. Whereas this, I mean, there was yeah. a chance here that Tennessee doesn't play for two weeks in a row. And if that happens and they end up going to week 18, well, we're not playing till week 18, right? So. 
I think that's partially, I know I've turned the tables and kind of put it towards Yahoo, but they have the ability to just extend their system. I believe they should. Anyways, if the league adds another week, they always stop one week short of the last week. But we set that. See, that's the league settings, right? I, we but they could, should give the ability if there's a week 18 to allow you to go to weeks. I don't even know if there is an ability to go to week 17, is there? There is, yeah. You could set it to a week 17. You can change the playoff format. You can do all that stuff, right? So, I mean, to me, I just think, you know, if I'm a Josh Allen, and I'll say, it, in fact, it's kind of funny because I looked at my team and I said, why didn't I apply this to myself? Like, why did I start Minshew and I didn't start A.J. Brown? And I did think, I remember looking at them thinking, oh, this might be the week for them. And I mm-hmm. didn't start them. <laughs> and I said, hmm, I probably should have done that. You know what I mean? But I know, <laughs> you know, like I'll say, uh, you know, I, I looked at it, I looked at your team and I, I you know, I looked at, um, you've got Schultz and he got what? 0. 0.4 points. Yeah. And I thought, boy, but Mike's really hoping Johnny Smith plays because if well, not, you were lost. You don't right? understand. <laughs> So, you know, I just look at it and I go, you know, we shouldn't be, what I wanted to do with the email is ensure that we don't, again, we don't get into a best ball situation. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that we're not getting in a situation where you say, hey, well, you know, let me know who it would be because no, you should have to make that call. You should have to make it by kickoff, just like we Mm -hmm. normally would, but you've got this unexpected situation and I don't think you should get a zero or teams like Steve, who have a few Bills players on it, should get zeros because of these kind of delays. I, I just don't think, I, in the spirit of the game, I don't think that's that's what we want to play. And that's not, to me, it, it just doesn't make sense. And I'd understand, again, if we knew on Saturday, or even if you know you said, hey, on Saturday the news came out and you didn't do anything about it, you didn't change your team, you didn't follow, you didn't pay attention, that's a different story. This isn't about paying attention. This is about saying you could pay as much attention as you want, but until Tuesday morning, we had no idea. And again, yeah. this isn't a situation where, hey, look, Josh Allen was questionable. Maybe you should have thought of something. Maybe you should have, you rolled the dice, you rolled them wrong. But in this case, yeah. I, you know, I thought it just doesn't, because you go again, I, Steve, I think has, has Diggs and Josh Allen. Those are two obviously huge players. He's got the QB wide receiver stack. It doesn't make sense to me. So that's my rant. Are yeah. we doing well, rants now? I mean, it's, uh, you don't rant too often on this podcast, but it's good every once in a while. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's no, I mean, this is, this year is so frustrating. Um, it is, it's, it's obviously as a result of, pandemic that we're all dealing with um you know this is a welcome distraction from everything else that we do and it it is annoying that you know the regular daily stresses are coming into play here but obviously this is the biggest thing that's happened ever definitely in our lifetimes Mm -hmm. uh to the world so yeah we have to deal with it and can can uh, you imagine it is if fantasy football was during the war the war no. Like, oh, my quarterback just en- just enlisted. No, no. Seriously. That that could be an honest thing, but that it's almost especially with the new IR like the three week IR instead of eight weeks for IR. Like people are able just to to put people to rest them. If there's a bye week, they're gonna play with that bye week and they're gonna put them out around it. And then suddenly, you know, things completely change for you. 
if a couple teams do that, we start running out of IR spots on your fantasy roster. There's so many variables. Um, and speaking of COVID, uh, today, I believe it was today, um, there was four positive um, cases at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. So they shut down their practice facility. So I know you talked about the possibility of another Tuesday game. Um, there's a possibility of another game that just it doesn't happen. So, I mean, everyone pay attention. Uh, there, um, there will be likely be an email coming out about this. But, uh, yeah, it's, it is insane. It's an insane time. It it is, and and ultimately, at the end of the year, I don't I don't think at the end of the year when we're looking back on this that we should you know that somebody like Steve or somebody like John who has really good you know players who get caught in this are going to look back and go, oh great, I lost Josh Allen for three weeks because he got two buys and now he's playing in week eighteen, and instead of being competitive in the league, you know, and and I think we're in a, we're in a, like. Uh, I love our league. I, I read a lot of the fantasy football commissioner stuff, like sticklers for rules, and you know. And and I think, I think the other side of it also is is I you know I had a conversation with somebody about it, and I said the challenge is I said whatever you do now sets the tone for the rest of the year. So if you're going to say hey mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything now, then two weeks from now when two teams or three teams are having this issue, you can't do anything because you said I'm not doing anything. And now you might have, I mean, you with combined with bye weeks, combined with injuries, which we've had crazy injuries this week, you're going to have teams that that really, you know, are going to suffer like crazy and not have fun. And if it's not for fun, I mean, you know, th- this is fun. Like what you and I are doing here is work, but it's fun. Like I, like I said, we all, this is what, if we weren't record, we just putting this out, we would just be talking about this stuff anyways. We talked about this for 20 minutes before we hit record. We just hit record on it. Right. Yeah. So like, this is obviously an escape for us and it should be fun. And I don't think, you know, I don't know, to me, I just, I read about these other rules and I go, man, like stickler you know oh the rules rule that's the way it is and i I just go like hey i think we can set a precedent we can say hey this is what's going to happen this is going to go on i like the way our league is set up with the i think the extra bench spot the extra ir spot has meant like i said i never wanted to get a situation where we're really having to dump so much talent back out um Mm -hmm. maybe you know if we look back maybe we'll say hey you know what we could have rocked it with six bench spots we could have, you know, we could have seen a little bit more talent hit the waiver wire, maybe, maybe because some of us, myself included, are struggling a little bit when it comes to some things. And and you look at some <laughs> people's benches and you go, oh, you had Lev Bell in the IR spot. Now he's going to go in Kansas City. Hmm, all right, that's cool, but that's okay. I can live with that, right? And mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the way it is. So, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean. This week was also, again, you know, we also discussed the waiver wires are so limited. There's so little talent mm-hmm. on there. So we're trying to grasp. And, and I actually enjoy that too, because I find we're, we're going, you know, usually you hear about streamers and I go, yeah, I'm not picking up a streamer over this guy, right? And this mm-hmm. year I'm going, oh, maybe that's the guy. <laughs> maybe I need to pick him up, right? And it's, it's crazy how, sorry, I cut you off, but it's crazy please do. to predict that. Like mm-hmm. uh, Deontay jo- Deontay Johnson goes down, and then Chase Claypool, who we will also discuss, has the best, most prolific re- fantasy week for any receiver this this season. How are you going to pick Chase Claypool? <laughs> How are you going to see that coming? Teams are getting so injured and so depleted that they're digging into their wells, and like it's it's fun to see players go off, but man, it is hard to predict. Yeah, and but I think that's. 
you know, part of the elation is when you get when you get it right, and part of the stress is when you get it wrong, right? So, you know, I mean, in terms of that also, Doc going down, Andy Dalton's in, right? Here, I should play this guy. Mm-hmm. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? Did you actually see the, I saw the injury to Dak. I saw it on replay. And uh, I saw it when it happened and, and it was like, oh, oh, poor guy, man. That... Yeah, I, I feel for him on so many reasons. I mean, he kept on being put on a franchise tag. He wouldn't sign him to a contract. He was trying to prove it again this year. You know, and he was um, doing it. That's the worst. He was doing it, right? He was a hundred percent proving it. Yeah, and and now, um, and now the Cowboys are just going to be able to walk away from this guy who they should have paid, but they didn't want to. No, um, and I mean, I, I there's it's, two it's sides. Awful. There's two sides. I think this to me is why, like the guaranteed money and all that stuff. This is why the, the owners don't want to do that because now you go, if you had Dak on a four-year contract with all this guaranteed money tied into him then mm-hmm. you know you'd really be saying and and in that respect you go you'd be telling the whole team well too bad i guess we're gonna you know I, like but uh it really sucks because now yeah i get that i get that but like to con- to consistently put someone on a franchise tag yeah and then to have them consistently play better every single year following it like it gets to the point doing it one year and then they prove themselves you're like okay you earned it here you go. Well, and, and also we had – like it could also be looked at. We had a buffer. We we Maybe we couldn't agree, right? But now mm-hmm. it's been a year. We've got – you know, so either let's, you know, go to free agency or we can find an agreement. We had an extra year to sort this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think they did him dirty. And uh, I mean, Andy Dalton's so there now. Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. He's not, he's not Dak. But he's um, – he's definitely got – more talent than he's ever played with in his, in his career. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And better, still, well, I mean, a better system, I'd say. I don't know. Mike McCarthy is maybe not the, but, uh, better than what he had in Cincinnati. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just having like, uh, Elliot and Cooper there alone, um, you know, you've got two amazing players, um, let alone the rest of their receiving core who's been, performing fantastic this year. I think Andy Dalton's still fantasy relevant. Um, I believe it was Sandra who got Dalton. I can look that up. Uh, I think that's who yes, it, was. it is. And yes, I think she had yes. Dak, so it makes yep. perfect sense that uh, that she would just transition. Um, so I think that's a good pickup. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Lev Bell, right? Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I mentioned that. Lev Bell going to the Kansas City Chiefs out of New York right into an incredible upgrade for him. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Chris mentioned in the chat, could be interesting, as, you know, Chris of Ball Fumblers Anonymous has him, which is great um, for all of us. But in that respect, (laughs) um, I I mean, I really hope he does well. It it sucked for him in New York. It was terrible. And, you know, I hope he does really well. I, I'm as a Dolphins fan. I'm glad that he's out of the Gase uh, triangle. Or just is oh man, he's such a terrible coach. But now he's I look such at, a terrible. Coach. So I don't know if you saw now. Dirty Girl picked up Frank Gore, right? Which I was like, oh, there it is, right? There yeah. it is, Frank Gore coming in. But we saw, and there's nothing there. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what the Jets are doing. One of those. They're, they're awful. They just. 
I don't know. They're awful. I, I don't think I, I apologize to any Jets fans out there that are listening to this, but I feel like they probably are even harder on their team right now. Um, oh, my I've question. Seen, yeah, I've seen a lot of <laughs> comments. <laughs> my question is, I worry that there's too many mouths to feed now in Kansas City, but they have such a prolific offense and such great players. Mm-hmm. Um that maybe it's actually going to be fine. I don't know. But, like, does this downgrade Kelsey? Uh, does this downgrade Hill? Like, Mahomes is obviously still going to be fine. But you've got two uh, pass-catching backs now yeah. um, that are both great. Um, well, Bell obviously improves to what he was, but how much? And then, you know, Hilaire likely comes down. But if they play kind of like Cleveland does, then those two backs will still be prolific. But then what does that do to your receivers? Because there's only so many places where the touches go. Yeah. So and they use I'm, their receivers as running backs. And Tyreek Hill would take some runs and stuff like that too, right? And and Michael mm-hmm. Hartman did as well. Um, so yeah, you're very right to say what is that going to do for them? But at the same time, you know, does it open up? I mean, it could also, you know, it, it can also open up the pass game a little bit if they've got better running back. But also with Kansas City, it's possible then that they'll be able to chew up a lot more clock running the game too well exactly i i honestly don't know where it's going um i think it could be dallas where there's tons of players getting a whole bunch of points and i think it probably would go that way Mm -hmm. it could go to cleveland where it rotates between their receivers and their running backs depending on the the matchup um it could be something completely else i i have no idea i'm interested to find out um but yeah I, i i mean it's got, it's got to change something with the fantasy value of some of these players. Well, yeah, I mean, for one thing, I, I coming into this week, actually, I was thinking about maybe maybe I could work a trade for Amari Cooper. I found my other wide receivers were coming in, and now, obviously, I looked at it and I said, well, that's done, right? There's mm-hmm. there's no chance that's going to happen. And uh, for, for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, yeah, I mean, he's got to take a drop. It's for sure he's gonna he's gonna lose some some value there. Love Bell's coming in. It's gonna be interesting to see. He can't join the team quite so quickly, so we still got. Yeah, he won't be there this week because he's under. Uh, you need at least five days for COVID purposes. Yep. So you know, and and then you know, we're gonna see if if like you said, Andy Dalton's not exactly the worst quarterback. And what we've seen with Dallas is they seem to be letting the other teams put up a lot of points. So Andy Dalton's going to need to throw, right? What's his name? The Red Rifle, isn't that his nickname? He's going to need to throw the ball, right? Come on, that's a great nickname. Yeah, so let's. A great nickname. So, so you mentioned also we had three upsets last week in terms of some lower-seeded teams beating some higher-seeded teams. The Incredible Balk and Tony got his first win, defeating Sandra. Sandra desperately needs... Uh, Christian McCaffrey to come back. She she's really missing that bell cow running back that she had at the start of the season. I'm super yeah. frustrated. There's nothing worse, Mike, than being one and four on a week where I would have beat every single other team in the league except the one I was facing. <laughs> and in fact, I could have made it closer if I had again played some of my bench Tennessee Titan players. But I'll give it that. I, you know, at one point I thought I was pretty much done and. Hopkins really showed up for me. So at least I, I don't mm. feel bad about it. So it was quite a week. It was quite a week. Um, in the, in the waiver wire side of things, that's just Do to keep this like moving. It if I laughed at your misfortune, huh? Wave to the people. I just love that so much. Um, 
I mentioned, you know, Frank Gore getting picked up. Trey Burton got picked up by Tony, which is a an interesting one. He's been getting good use out in Indi- um, Indianapolis. I uh, saw mm-hmm. some moves around on the defenses with Chicago getting picked up, Miami getting picked up. Um, Miami's uh, proving its defense. I, I don't know how they do it. I, is it is it Fitzpatrick? What I is that what it well, is? Well, Fitzmagic is coming into play. Flores is just proving to be another one of those Belichick disciple coaches. That's really good. He's that they've, they let go a whole bunch of players that were marquee names and they brought in players that could play last season. Um, that weren't necessarily the sexiest names and yeah, like he's just, he's getting it done. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how fantasy relevant a lot of those players on Miami are going to be. Um, but yeah, they're, 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 they've got results. Unpredictable is is what it is. Yeah. And Fitz, Fitz Magic was so we have like two more games of Fitz Magic being like really good, and then it should go back to the same. You know, it's like uh, three, four games. It, it is known. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then all will go back to normal. But maybe it's a COVID year. Who knows? Maybe Fitz Magic is it's twenty twenty, and everything's gonna get all messed up. Um. <sighs> So some interesting ones. Travis Fulgham gets picked up by the Incredible Bulk. We got um, Chase Claypool getting picked up by Dirty Girl. We're seeing some of these mm-hmm. now. Claypool, um, like we said, we wanted to talk about Claypool um, a little bit more, but I just wanted to make make points here also of Steve ekes out Wolves Wildcats one eleven to one uh, one eleven ninety six to one ten to give Mark his first loss of the season. It's got to feel good, right? feels good right <laughs> for you and i we need like it's okay if they run the board for you and i i need i need two teams to really run the board because that means the bottom will be more i think this threw more much too much but uh, it's good to see him get his first loss and uh i'm back in the basement which hey you know what i can uh, i'll 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 be fine i'll survive down there just keep hustling <laughs> keep going man so let's talk about chase claypool now um, in terms of that, I mean, massive game, right? Four touchdowns should have been five, right? Mm-hmm. 35.6 fantasy points. You had me look it up, but the best wide receiver fantasy week we've had so far in the league. He's sit, six foot four. He's a big guy. He's fast. But where is he on the depth chart? Well, if you look, he's behind Juju. He's behind Deontay Johnson. And Deontay Johnson had limited practice today and is totally expected to come back next week. So, Another unknown. That's my question. Like looking at the highlights, um, I was telling you beforehand, like it it was reminiscent of Terrell Owens in terms of him just bullying people out there. Like it was, it was not a fluke performance to me. It's kind of one of those, this guy's been sitting this entire time. Like, what are you guys doing? He's clearly looks like he's um, worthy of starting, but there's again, a whole bunch of receivers that are ahead of him. Maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe this will be the best game of his career. Um, or, you know, maybe this is a sign of, of things to come. Obviously, you have to pick him up after a week like that. There's no way that you can ignore it. But um, it will be interesting to see if he can replicate this or if this is like like uh, OBJ had a big week a couple weeks ago where he got 33 points, I believe. He just went off. Um, and then he went back to his standard, 
you know, seven to 10 points the following game. So you, but seven you wonder to 10 if it's points, just, let's be clear. Seven to 10 points is fine. You give me seven to 10 points weekly and then have a, a couple breakout games. I can, I can work with that. But the reality with Chase Claypool is you're really talking about boom or bust. He, he might, you know, so essentially my thought is you're probably going to pick him up. He's going to sit on your bench for a couple weeks and he's going to be gone. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. You know, it's good. He definitely would be a good buy and fill or buy week fill in. Yeah. Um, I did mention uh, Beckham because he's a big name, right? So mm-hmm. like you get him thinking he's going to be like a wide receiver one, which he has not performed to this year for the most part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, no, he, he, I think he's good as a bye week fill in. So, well, and um, I was just pulling this up here. If you can see this quote by Mike Tomlin here, but he's saying like, let's be honest. A lot of it might not, might not even have to do with him and his skill set. We've got guys that people have to account for guys like Juju, guys like Deontay and Ebron. I just think that he's probably a good matchup for whoever people have assigned him, signed to him from a man to man standpoint. So, mm-hmm. you know, even, you know, he's not even getting the praise. He's not getting the, you know, so. I don't know. I, 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 he's one of those guys where I say, Hey, I really hope that, that he does. Okay. But it's, it's one of those guys that makes this, this season special because of how depleted everything is, Mm -hmm. you know, not just fantasy managers, but teams are looking at what they got. And there's people that they would never put in before that they're giving playing time to and are performing fantastically. So, um, it's fun. So just so you know, Odell Beckham currently is the wide receiver eight on the season. Really? Because of that one week? Pretty much. Man. Pretty much. But uh, but yeah. Yeah. So so I don't think that, that wide receivers are really going off. I mean, Calvin Ridley is the wide receiver three who you also own, and I'm sure you don't feel that great about it either. But oh, uh, I'd like Matt, I'd like Matt Ryan to be a quarterback again. If he if he could decide to be a quarterback again, that would be fantastic. But the crazy thing here is, look at Chase Claypool here. This is and and with the bye week, right? With the bye week, mm-hmm. with the bye week, he is right now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He is the wide receiver ten, so he's a wide receiver one Jeez. with the bye week. Oh, in our league. So that's going to be interesting, man. And let's see who Dirty Girls got. Who would let's see who you'd start him over. So Dirty Girls got um Mike Evans. He's got TY Hilton and Cooper Cup are his wide receivers and Chase Claypool. So yeah, I I could totally see starting him. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, again, he's got Deontay Johnson, so he's got that backup. He's got that that the two sides of it. And mm-hmm. you know, you and I know Ty has done pretty much next to nothing this year. I mean, yeah, he's, he's catching up with him. It's it's pretty rough. And I, in that respect too. I mean, again, Indianapolis is also that their defense is really really good. Their defense is, I think, the number one rated defense in the league right now, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm I, not mistaken, are they? I know, and they've also got an amazing O line, so they're running the ball a lot. Exactly. So. He doesn't need to, and he's not scoring touchdowns. So you go, yeah, I could see him getting in the mix. And, and you know, here we have a situation again where he's got Clyde Edwards, Edwards Alaire. So what's going to happen with that? So, yeah. you know, in those weeks where, again, in those weeks where, you know, you've got buys. Now, he's actually got a pretty good team in terms of buys because Green Bay's already got its buy that's gone by, uh, you know. But, um, you know, in the buys and with all this COVID, hey, who knows what happens, right? It's true. Hopefully he gets in there. Hopefully he gets in there. Has a big week for him. Yeah. 
So let's take a look at uh, some of the matchups this week. We didn't discuss this in advance, but we got to we got to get moving. I don't like this to go too long. But this week it's you and me, my friend. I'm excited yes. for that. Projected, I'm going to win here, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and pick myself, just based on. Pure well, I'm, I'm going I'm to pick myself. I'd suggest just you know look at the projection, just dial it in, you know. Don't try. <laughs> don't try. Um. We've got uh, Pussy Galore going against Ball Fumblers Anonymous. She has mentioned in the comments that she feels very much that uh, the hope is all is lost. Um, we've got Dirty Girl and Touchdown. I, I just there. want to say hope is not lost. No, no. Anything can happen. And, uh, and Sandra, uh, never lose faith. You can, any week, anything can happen. Um, as we've seen this season, every week something big has been happening. So exactly. You don't know what's going to happen. So don't uh, don't lose faith. Hang in there. And we got we got some pretty big games because Dirty Girl against Touchdown there. So Jimmy against Will, and that you know will make the difference between either Jimmy going four and two or coming back to five hundred for both of them. And then we got mm-hmm. John and Mark facing off for essentially you know three and two records. Uh, so it'd be four and two or you know so or five and one. That's a really big difference at this point in the season. Yeah, and they're one and you know they're they're two and three right now in the standings. They stand only ten points apart. Or sorry, so only about twenty points apart for points for ten points apart for points against. So we're gonna see where this all goes in terms of this week. Um, I'm excited to play you, sir. I'm excited to play you. Stop looking at the waiver wire. Stop worrying about your pickups. Stop worrying about that. I'm glad. Yeah, no, I got just... Kirk Cousins. Yeah, let's take him on, man. I feel better about that. <laughs> better about that. So yeah, I picked up picked up Kirk Cousins because uh, you know I needed someone, and he's playing Atlanta, so that's great. And now my other quarterback, obviously, he's Matt Ryan, and now's a chance that both of my quarterbacks might not be playing. This that's why I don't pick quarterbacks that play each other. I mean, that might be part of the strategy <laughs> oh, too. That is a very valid COVID strategy. Do not play quarterbacks. Do not pick quarterbacks that are playing each other right now. Seems like a good idea. Seems like a good oh. idea. Indeed. I echo that. Uh. What's going on with All right. Brown? All right. Sorry. Now now I'm just looking at the I'm looking at my lineup thinking, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to fuck up? What can I screw up this week? How can I put a player in that shouldn't be in? How can I sit somebody on the bench? You know, I remember last year I had David Montgomery. And there was that one week he went off and Mark actually sent me an email because we had chatted about it and we had, he had been on the podcast. We talked about it and he said, Hey man, mm-hmm. finally got a good week out of Montgomery. And I was like, he had a great week on my bench, man. It was awesome. So <laughs> that really sucked. So well, that's okay. This was good. I like this. It's fun. It's always fun talking to you. I mean, definitely, this is just an excuse for us to talk about football for absolutely for an hour, but we only record half of it. It's true. Always fun, man. So I want to say for Mike and Mike, and of course, always for Fred, uh, you know, we'll see you guys all next week and let's stay safe. And hopefully our teams can stay safe out there too. See you next week, Mike. See you next week, Mike.